the matter is. Well, this isn't easy for me either, all right? I was made in a strip mall. Well, so what? We have a population problem only in a certain sense to begin with. And German fascism and fascism generally saw this. As machinery began to replace labor, as labor itself became increasingly superfluous with the advance of technology in the 19th century and then going into the 20th century, the problem of how to deal with masses of unemployed who were restless, how to occupy them, how to keep them from becoming a threat to the social system became one of the most pronounced features of fascism. One does not have to go to Ehrlich and one does not have to go to Garrett Hardin quite accurately. The previous speaker has gone back to Hitler himself, but not so much to Hitler, but to a problem that Hitler faced. From the standpoint of German fascism in the 1930s, even though population was declining, even though France was giving bonuses at that time for larger families, Europe was excessively populated. It was excessively populated with respect to the technology that one saw around. It was excessively populated when one had 14, 15, and 16% unemployed. Even though, at that time, the birth rate was going down. And out of this, German fascism built a whole demographic system based upon racism, which involved the readjustment of population to the realities of the industrial system of the 1930s, and sinisterly enough, to realities which exist to this day. Hello again, and welcome to the Intergalactic Railroad. Please keep all your hands and feet. Tonight we return for a second helping of discussion concerning platforms. The use, abuse, and caboose thereof. Specifically today we shall be classifying and identifying the platforms. And we approach them quietly to observe and destroy. To define the present conjecture, we must add one further element, the employment situation. With the collapse of communism, there has been a long-term trend towards both greater proletarianization and greater numbers of surplus populations. Much of the world today receives a market-mediated income through precarious and informal work. Whoa, that's crazy, this reserve man. army Have you ever was DFT? significantly expanded after the 2008 crisis. That would be enough. Thank you. We're Tax evasion, austerity, and extraordinary monetary policies are all mutually reinforcing. All right, so besides the unreadability of the text, there were ideas in it. This book. 
And because we both read that book one time, we now own those ideas. And we don't have to read the book again, remember what it says, or argue about its actual contents. It is unreadable. Or consider its content, yeah. Yeah, we, the book was called Platform Capitalism by Alex Trebek. Correct. Alex, yeah, and it's fine. It's a fine book. You can go read it. You can get it from a bookstore or a library. But what we want to talk about, I believe, is more akin to platform communism. And if platform you don't get hard when you hear those words. Communism. <laughs> platform yes. communism. Say it again. Say it again one time for the listeners in the back. Platform communism. Uh. <laughs> I saw your face come. <laughs> no, I get, I get, uh, no, good. Yeah, that's great. That's good for, great for me. I get the all kinds of asthma in the back of my brain. You just like, you might as well just have fucking petted me and put a put a warm binky in my mouth. Um, but <laughs> um, we try to we try to talk about platforms last week a little bit. And I think we I think we succeeded, but not all. We didn't talk about all the kinds of platforms or all the things we wanted to say. So or really anything coherent. Most things are platforms. I think people want to talk about the reason. Yeah, the reason that I'm on this is because. I'm not a role-playing gamer. I'm not a first-person shooter. I only like platformers. I only like Mario and Kirby and Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong. Bill Mitchell. Don't speak of Bill Mitchell. Bill Mitchell is a secret. We'll reveal Bill Mitchell at another time. Bill Mitchell. Ah, that. All right. So, no, my, I have a thesis. I'm bringing, I'm bringing the content for you listeners. Oh, by the way, yes. I'm Max. Hi, I'm Mike. We're and doing we are a wild rebellion. <laughs> uh, totally. Uh, so I have been thinking about the platform. Because there's this whole, there's this, <laughs> yes, the platform communism. Um, but there's this whole idea of deplatforming people and platforming people, and all of that is ridiculous because it's not it's not impossible to remove somebody's uh, megaphone from their hands, and in fact, sometimes it is good to do so. But like the whole time that everybody thinks that they're using Twitter or Facebook to talk to each other or Reddit, and are worried when the the Chapo Trap House Reddit or their favorite Electric Boogaloo uh, Facebook group gets banned. The whole time, they're they're not really concerned with the larger and deeper platforms around them. Everybody's focus is only on communications platforms for marketing messages. Like, what you're trying to say is that most of these platforms are in fact frying pans. They're yeah, they're very shallow and uh, and like. Uh, Irrelevant platforms, which you should get out of and into the fire. Designed to process you into saleable data. 
Yes, you are usually, so the difference, the difference between platform capitalism and platform communism is that in platform capitalism, the platform is a butcher block on which you are sliced up, parceled out, and sold. And in platform communism, you are the butcher block along with all of your other friends, and the uh, and you're just merely slicing up and eating the rich. That's the part of my favorite part about communism, so that's why I get hung up on that part. It seems to be a lot of people's favorite part about communism, of the killing rich people part. No, Which eating like, cannibalism. Killing them and eating them, that's pretty chill. I really just want their stuff. Because we made this stuff. It's our stuff. Yeah. I want yeah, my yeah. stuff back. Yes, I would like <laughs> to live in one of the many McMansions that I built gardens for, or built. <laughs> Yeah. Right. That would be cool. Uh that's cool. That's a good that's a good analysis, I think. And I think it actually that honestly that's a level headed um approach that should be brought to the like hot fiery realm of Twitter more often. It's all these people getting hugely lit up about getting guns, going and shooting people. Uh yeah. that are gulaks. Like, and it's like, no man, just, cops. just chill out and take their shit. Killing cops is not negative, but like there being no cops, that is the goal. They don't necessarily have to die. They could go fishing. It is an option. They can go fishing. Yeah, go fishing. Leave your badge and gun at home. Yeah. Um, and like right. the other fucking goal is feeding the babies. Feeding babies, killing cops. That's the two fucking no, goals. No, and not having cops. Not having cops. Right. Because if you that's make killing I mean. cops the goal, then you optimize for amount of cops that there are to kill. But that's like saying, I'm not trying to optimize for the killing, I'm optimizing for the no cops. Right, exactly. And when I say feeding babies, I'm not trying to optimize the feeding. I'm trying, trying to, to optimize the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, we're, in, we're not trying to uh, improve the platform on which we will be dismembered. We're, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not necessary. We do not so, need some sort of fucking smooth ice cream dispenser fucking tube into the fucking baby's mouth forever. <laughs> no factory farming of the babies. Just inserting uh, a tube into each end of a baby and just letting food pump through it at the exact right uh, speed. Um, so other types, there are other types. Yeah, the industrial strength human centipede. <laughs> That's basically other types, what capitalism yes. is, is the industrial strength human centipede. Um, yeah. I'm so glad we don't actually have to address the the discourse of the of the leftists or the transhumanists or the uh, primitivists or the fucking insane monarchists or any of that shit on here. But I do want to say there's been a lot of crazy takes going around lately. You should always remember that it is okay for you to decide if you want to eat yourself. Yeah. Yeah. On the discourse shit. Everybody's just the left just fucking eats its own all the fucking time. And like there's this idea that like the discourse as a platform is a whole thing where like because there's a crowd, you want to join the crowd and have be part of the larger conversation. But the good conversations, we're out here talking about making a fucking slime out of some sort of right like we're, we're so out of some fucking bullshit. But we can say whatever we want and we can be true to ourselves and build communism. Whereas all these other motherfuckers are caught up in the fucking tangle of their lives, like fucking not Dr. Manhattan. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. This is the only podcast that will sit on Mars and look sadly off into the distance with you. Um, being tired of these people. But I, there have been some, There's. A, there has been, I feel like we should just put this out there because it did happen. It was interesting. We do have to talk about it at some point. There was a platform called Chaz Shop and that platform has been deplatformed. And I think maybe we should talk about some other types of platforms and then get back to how we feel about that scenario. After yeah. we do a little after we do a little platform hopping. Platform hopping. We should make a wait. Uh I need to get some sort of advertisement for some sort of platform and put it in here. Um, after platform hopping, you mean? Right. Yeah, like old radio advertising. <laughs> Try new Johnson's Wrigleyville ice cream today. You know, that would be some fun stuff to actually use uh, voice cloning for. I was thinking about using it for yeah. for making some, um, what do you call it? Like uh, intros and outros uh, sometimes soon. Mm-hmm. But... We will cut all this. Please cut all this. Don't let the listener know that we're voice cloning them. Um, why can't I? F- I'm trying to get like my windows in the right direction, right order. Okay. Look, we got we got some we got platforms. We have platforms. Max, what kind of platforms do we have? All right. So let's start off with. Can the I have a mediated list of platforms? Here's a here's a here's the complete, mutually exclusive, collectively exhaustive list of possible types of platform that we thought of in the last four minutes. Okay. Da, 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 da. We let's <gasps> start with the platform that you're probably currently using right now. Land. Just having a place to be at and not being forced to wander around on other people's platforms is an incredible platform. It gives you a lot of power, including the power to grow stuff from the earth. That's kind or the pa- that's, that's the original capital. So some people would say it's the only capital. Um, Georges, I understand. Land and cattle. It's the, the original shit, and the original deplatforming was just enclosing the commons, making it so people couldn't sleep on the ground anywhere, and had to get their own piece of land by working for it, or working for somebody whose land they were allowed to live on, more typically. So what was it? The means of production was the platform by which... The means of production being a platform, right? That's what... That's yeah, what a means of production first, is. Lesson number one. Yeah. First... In- the very first instance on the list. The platform is a means of production. There are means of productions that don't produce everything you know and love. But the first one we're talking about is land, and it does produce everything you know and love. It at least <laughs> sort of contains it. Um, yeah. And I don't want to scale to the whole, like, the planet is a platform yet, but obviously, like, the, if when the land is a platform for the planet... Yeah. Is a is the where you live? It's where you get the land is from on the planet. Um, yeah. The land is on the planet. The planet goes around the sun, so the planet 
is on the fucking solar platform and the solar platform's in the galactic platform. The galactic platform is a train station through which we pass on this podcast, the Intergalactic Railroad, a project of platform <laughs> communism. Please continue, Max. <laughs> That's right. So maybe another type of platform that is also traditionally like uh, associated with that analysis is like an assembly line, right? Or a factory. That's literally, assembly line is literally a platform that fucking moves along and has a series of buckets next to it for the bits that you add up into like other stuff. And people come and they operate that platform. They do not own the platform. It's like all this shit is classical. You can rent space on the platform. (laughs) You too can come and use your artisan labor to build craft goods and use our platform to sell them through our marketing department and receive some portion of the cost for piecework labor. Or you too cannot have to think of any of the things you're building and merely subject yourself to the uh, Taylorist forces of management theory and be Come an appendage of the machine and be assembled into an assembly line, an assembling assemblage. Yeah. The key thing is before where you were a product of the land and the land produced things for you. You no longer need to have a skill set. You don't need to have a relationship to the land or the larger fucking intergalactic systems. Now you need to be on the platform. You need to be a functioning cog on this platform that has virtualized you and made you replaceable. And by making you replaceable means it makes you plausible as a part of the global economy. And that's the proletariat. That's the replaceable class. That's the class of people that are no longer land. Now they are cattle. Because cattle move and land doesn't. That's right. That's right. And you can you can trade cattle for other cattle. Thus you can liquefy uh value thus you can create exchange value which is not the same thing that you could do with land what there's shit that you stand on and then there's shit that stands on you and to be fair i want to throw in a little bit of anthropological and feminist critique originally if you go back if you read to david graver's uh debt the first five thousand years um which will take you only uh five thousand years because it's a huge book but in there he talks about how the original money comes from either cattle or blood debt, specifically um, women and the ability to produce children. And so really, from that point of view, the womb is a platform. From the, even from a, from a fucking like very bog standard first wave feminist Gloria Steinem plant point of view, um, where it's like, the patriarchy wants to control the means of production of more workers and more soldiers it's the womb is a platform and collective fertility is like a program that is being run on that platform by the class system which class systems go back before capitalism to like the man uh the male versus female class system called the patriarchy right if anyone who's listening to this is confused at this point We'd like you to go back to the beginning of this podcast and listen to it. Uh, unfast forward. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe like three times as fast, maybe four, whatever you need, as many times Seven, as you need. Each time, just do it a little bit faster, and you'll get it. Mm-hmm. You'll be up to speed eventually. Because we're we're up here. You're down here. Yeah, you it's all up about, here with us. It's all about trajectory. You don't get up here by going slower than we are. If you want to get farther away from Earth, you got to go faster to get yourself up in orbit. That's how orbit works. It's called delta v, change in velocity. You got to raise your delta v. You got to change your change velocity. You got to increase your acceleration. Unless you have an acceleration platform. Unless you have an anti-gravity platform, in which case, contact us at Patreon.com/slash/Biocosm. Also, I'd like to give a thanks to all of our many fine supporters, listeners. Uh, family Many. members, coaches. I'd like to thank Hi. God. I'd like to thank Beyonce Babies. from the inspiration. Uh, I'd like to thank Chris Dorner because he thanked everybody else in his thing. So by importing his manifesto into my I manifesto, I'm thanking you. all of them. I appreciate you. I'd like to thank Gaia. We're not, no. Shh. We're not going full Starhawk until later in the pod. All right. Oh. Other plan. thanking Gaia right now. Yeah. Not yet. So there's like, okay. the, there are the people platforms. Live. There is the land. There is this, the factories. There is the people and the means of production of people. So you got to control how people produce more people. Then we start getting into, uh, then we start getting into more like the modern conception and capital of a platform. And that really goes back to weights and measures and standards. Did you know that the foot is not the same in every state of the U.S.? Well, that's because the U.S. is a backwater where nothing good happens. Well, obviously, because we use the foot and not the meter. But not only that, the, like they're like probably a real foot. foot. There, no, there probably are like changes every states, time the governor changes. Most states have the imperial foot. There's like three or four states that have their own definition of the foot that uh, that they all share, and then there's some that just have like another foot or a nondescript definition of what the foot is. Unlike the meter, which is kept on a dude's leg in France. His name is Mitier, and he's got a huge foot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so what that is is like an abstract platform, right? Like uh, a platform not made of land or a physical machinery, but made of the coordinating, the fundamental dynamic that you're talking about with a coordinated usage of one, in the, the metric system, the rational metric system that everybody uses is yeah. we have a, yeah we have a decimal system right we 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 have our when we deal with numbers we all deal with one through ten and then you add another digit and then it's another ten times that and then you add base, another base digit, ten and mathematics and it's based because you have ten fingers yeah there used to be a twelve system. I think it was probably better, but we only have that ten fingers, before, so it's easier. That, that was to back this when one. people had six fingers on each hand during the time. Well, apparently, when Atlantis yeah. was. But the point being, the we got ten fingers. We got ten toes. The decimal system is the standard now for the metric system for weights, for length, for physical reality, and abstract math. We all use the same system of numbers. Uh, because somebody started using it and it caught on. Not and knowing what now it was. You consider how difficult it would be to insert a different system of numbers into the modern world and make everybody else use that and have them know what the fuck you're talking about. 
They wouldn't know what you're talking about. It's a huge pain in the ass. Um, This is awkward. Binary is a huge pain in the ass. Binary sucks. And like, uh, even Roman numerals are irritating. But that's what are terrible. They're worse than binary, honestly, because they're like arbitrary. That's what we're making. That's the point we're making with the platform thing. Is the platform has this aspect of once it catches on, it will lead to a monopoly. Yeah, network like it's, it's an informational process that will produce a consensus. It's doing what the Stalinists consider democratic centralism, but it's doing that, it automatically that, and it's doing it unconsciously. What like is, everybody um, has a huge fucking discussion. Well, like democratic centralism is like the way the commies would were supposed to do shit was you have all this discussion about a fucking issue. And eventually you come to an agreement, and that's fucking iron. We all talked about it. This is the conclusion. This is the party line, right? And like, this process is the same as the platform. Like the the metric system, uh, the idea that you should have vaccines, vaccines themselves. Yeah, totally. uh, Very platformist. Modern society in general, yeah. Like, if there's five people in a room talking about, I don't know, football. And you walk up and try to talk to them about a fucking plastic bag man, you have a harder time than if you walk up to them and talk about football. And then there's six people talking about football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the that's uh, I think the brain dead megaphone effect George Saunders talked about. Um, mm. Like if you're at a party and everybody's talking, everybody be talking about their own stuff. But if somebody comes in with a megaphone and starts being like, boy. You ever think about my dummy of ass opinions? Think about this. And everybody starts talking in reaction to that too. You may have heard of the podcast Chapo Trap House. Um, you're gonna have to bleep that out. Don't get me fucking assassinated by those those fucking I, syndicate Honestly, monsters. Yeah. People make it. They have the money to put out hits and stuff. They're really they're cons- they we're not talking money about to them. do hits. They're just fucking Literally, we have because this. we don't know. We never platform ch- produces a Chapo Trap House. They are the brain dead megaphone, which is probably yeah. the point you were yeah. trying to make. That's but it that's offends me the idea of being afraid of Matt Chrisman. I'm, I was just kidding. Uh, mostly, I, I know, but even kidding. Mad. Mostly, I'm mad Imagine myself that. for talking about it. Look, we have to delete this whole part <laughs> because I got I got on Shagath for talking about fucking Chapo Trap House on Homo Vulgaris and reciting mm. their like dumbass. Harry Potter liberals memes just like verbatim so well that's the brain dead megaphone it's what we're talking about it's, that's right that's we're the only we're just monopoly a, that produces itself that's the current it's not due to the value of the thing it's due to the ability of the thing to adhere things to it right the network loudness effects. of the megaphone yeah and this is network this is also effects, folks this is I mean network effects. network effects network effects Zipslaw Buy the gun that has the cheapest ammo. Buy buy the gun that has the most um, well-distributed ammo. You don't, you don't, it doesn't need to be cheap. It just needs to be easy to find once a bunch of other people are dead on their bodies. That's that's the concept of platforms. Um, Everybody, so that's a, so that's a, that's a platform. The AR platform, that's literally what they call it. Who's the, Do you know uh, why the AR platform is referred to as a platform and like the AK? People that refer to an AK platform are invariably lame. What does that mean? What do you mean? The AK is not designed for fancy shit to be rigged to it. 
the AR right. is because they know that they had a market for all these goon squads that would put fucking flashlights and IR receivers and fucking ham radios and fucking, you know, entire fucking golden statues of Jefferson Davis, all this bullshit on their fucking gun. That's and, right. Like, they can afford to do that because they're fucking... American gun nuts are the fucking kulaks of America. That's what the fuck the whole deal is. And yeah, like, they, because they're just like attaching more and more pieces to it while sitting barefoot in the middle of their fucking like suburban large home. Yeah, which is the other fucking platform thing is that once you have uh, market share, you can abuse your share of the market by forcing people to use your platform. Like once yeah. you have an AR, you're gonna want the gadgets. Because the AR is designed to have the gadgets, and all your stupid douchebag buddies have the gadgets. And what's the point of um, having an AR if you don't have any fucking gadgets? Did you know that there are special hooks on a Carhartt backpack? Do you? Did you know that there there is a Carhartt platform? There's a Effort. Carhartt platform. So, if you if you get a There's Carhartt definitely backpack, definitely a punk rock platform. Um, what is that? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your clothes have to be like easily repaired by using floss and large hunks of dead animal flesh that are barely cured. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to. AR, I'm, try, I'm trying to pull it up. John Deere big thing. Carhartt has a fucking three three beer cooler that you can hook to your backpack using the system of. Uh, that are called hook and haul connectors. Introducing the cargo series, build your ultimate backpack. Attach hook and haul connectors to build a backpack that works for you. This podcast is not brought to you by cargo. Just to be clear that the backpack is not actually doing The backpack is your bitch. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But the backpack is your bitch. The other rule of the Intergalactic Railroad is that if you're male, if you have a penis, or whatever, you look like you have a penis, you, will, you, you say the word bitch, bitch yeah, in anger bitch. or irritation, you apologize. Even you if it, it is completely insincere. Really, no matter who you are, if you say the word bitch, sorry, you should say sorry. Mm-hmm. Mike, you said it. Thanks, sorry. I am so sorry. Do you need a crossbody gear organizer? Anyway, so you could I so need a that I can only boots. fix at the John Deere store. Mm-hmm. I need a car that I can only fix using the people I bought it from, so that they can hold it over me the entire time I have that fucking car. That if anything at all goes wrong, I owe them a whole bunch of money, and they can charge me whatever they want. I need a fucking altitude adjuster in my. <laughs> fucking Boeing 747 that just drops me into the fucking ground because I didn't fucking upgrade for the fucking copyright DMR or whatever the fuck bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, it looks like you're using an unauthorized version of flight. <laughs> that happened. It happened twice. I oh. I know, it's so sad. Are we gonna be okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm totally chill. I'm drinking beer. In this world. What if? No, sorry. I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to be one of the fucking, like, five-figure follower accounts that 
are just like constantly pearl clutching about whether or not COVID is going to destroy the society that had brought them into prominence and that they rely on desperately for attention. Besides apologizing for saying the word bitch, which I'm sorry, um, the other fucking rule here is that this is all normal shit. Your mom getting shot down in the street, normal shit. Children in cages, normal shit. Box boys who have never seen the light of day, normal shit. It's all fucking normal shit. We're Americans. We've seen it all. And if you're going to have a fucking freak out about the sudden realization that black people are people, don't be on our pod. (laughs) Stop listening in now. (laughs) If that's you. You've reached the end of the of the line for your type. Yeah. All right. So we've got physical platforms. We've got sort of these ideal these sort of these like metric platforms of measures and, and standards. We've got the idea that your platform should be able to like attach to another platform, so you know how many centimeters are in a foot, so that you can like translate between the two. And if you look at that, look at it that way. Basically, language is a platform. Law is definitely a platform. Yeah. It's all these ancient abstract platforms that everybody is like, all right, well, if you put it on this old treadmill of language shit, it just goes. And eventually the, you know, the weak get punished. And that's that's the law. It's a platform. Does the word virus have a name? Isn't it? Is Nomen like a thing that goes back or is that just the book? Nomen is... Uh, fantastic book. We can't give any spoilers right now. Um, that's okay. uh, that's just the book. There is in in the Neil uh, Stevenson's uh, seminal, meaning wanky uh, book, Snow Crash. <laughs> yeah, seminal meaning what a jag off. But in Snow Crash, he he calls he says there's the Namshub, which is the thing that like breaks people's language, and that Babel or the Tower of Babel is the platform. Um, and that so that's like he's like the main mytho poet of the like techno um, transhuman exterminism crowd. So we should assume that he is telling tales out of school. Which, right? by the way, correlates directly to his fucking. He definitely believes that code is law. He definitely believes that race is real, also, and. It's not that Racist it should be made code, so. code is law, genetic code is everything, blah, 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 blah. Neil Stevenson is a neo-reactor. He's like earlier than Mencius Moldbug. He's the originator of that fucking neo-reactionary he's bullshit. The, he's, the, he's an old reactionary. He's so yeah. neo-reactionary, he's pre-that, and he's just a reactionary. Um, but he's like, he's too no, he fuddy right. to really know what he was doing, I think. So he I he really was know. just like, wouldn't it be neat if there was a patchwork? And it's like, oh, great. Yeah, it's like, God, no. sit like down. 10 million people read that book and then ate some DMT and they were like, is this how it works? And <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to have fucking monarchies again. Um, yeah. So consumerism, as, a, as far as like building physical platforms like the Carhartt and the uh, AR platforms, these are owned by companies. If you and, and if your company wants to make stuff for those platforms, you can. If you want to make iPhone cases, you can. iPhones are this big. And this big and this big and this big and this big and this big. Android phones are like this big and this and big and this and forever. There's like a million types of Android phone. But you can just like look at the fucking specs and be like, that is six and a half inches long. And then just um, 
put wrap a little yeah. piece of rubber around it. The reason it's insidious is because it's useful. Like, well, it's not even that it's insidious. It's the reason that it, that it is everywhere. The ultimate platform. Hey, fuck, man, fuck. HTML. HTML or CSS. Why? HTML is for Why? libs because it's because, because it works for their logic where it's like, well, it's the it's the worst one except for all the other ones we are trying. It's like no. Yeah, like literally, try they it, just so. fucking got together and smoked a bunch of crack, and now we have HTML, and you'll <laughs> never get rid of it because it's the foundation of everything else. And uh, it, but more importantly, because there's like dedicated people that keep it open and free and available and we'll straight up explain it to you you can go to fucking like google html right now watch listen to me type html and then it takes you to html tutorial of the w3schools.com that's and it just straight up explains what this language is to you a whole coding language just right there you're like this is what this is piece by piece that is some open source shit that means that they're not fucking eating your ass when you're not looking. They're, it's too late for them. HTML got out and everybody has to use it now. It's like herpes, Every, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's like, exactly. because the W3C, the uh, World Wide Web- If it breaks, you don't have to pay to fix it though. If the somebody, carburetor breaks on your HTML, you can fix it yourself. But you don't even really have to fix it yourself because other people are already fixing it. If the carburetor yeah. breaks on your HTML, you don't have to go to the fucking still saw shop and fucking buy a whole new fucking computer chip, whatever the fuck. You can stick a piece of gum in it and make your website run. Yes, and that's why um, if you if your <laughs> concept of being deplatformed is that you had your Facebook turned up. Oh man, dude, don't breathe beer. <laughs> I thought we discussed this in like 2015. <coughs> yet. You can't breathe beer. Also, you should cover your mouth when you cough beer. <laughs> you could be getting beer vapor particles into the air that would get into other people's mouths, cause them to be. I've heard that beer kills COVID, so I snorted it. <laughs> Me too, but I can <coughs> sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> The people that are running around grieving COVID like it's somebody else's problem really upset me because it implies that it's not their problem. Like, if you're going to fake grieve for something, that implies that you're not about to die of it. What do you mean fake grieve for something? The fake grieving. The, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, like... Dude, I gotta go to a funeral next week. My granddad died. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, no, you never met him. Shut the fuck up. Okay. The, uh, uh, sympathy, yeah. What all normal people are told to do, it's a platform for dealing with talking about death. Because what are yeah. you supposed to say? Be like, oh, damn. There's no yeah, word for that. Oh, dang. Somebody says something bad, you just say, dang. And then you shut the fuck up, because you don't know that fucking person. <laughs> dang. Dang. <laughs> Dang. You can say dang in any which way you want, depending on how you feel about the person talking. I actually saw a heat map of the use of the word dang in the United States, and it's like pretty much just the South, the Southwest, Oklahoma, and like up into Virginia a little bit. Hmm. Dang is dang is highly localized. But use it more. I, I invite all of our listeners. As a Southwesterner, I invite you to become an honorary Southwesterner and say 
dang. Say, say, <laughs> say, mm-hmm. say you can say shit. That's shit. That's two vowels. It's a diphthong. Shit. It's like she holds it. Culture is a platform, brother. Have you ever smoked DMT? Culture is not a platform. There's no fucking. There is no thing called culture that you can hook into. <clears throat> culture is just everything. Language languages are platforms because there are one single platform. Maybe I just don't have a culture. Huh? There probably are cultures. There are platforms. Well, that's I why we're uh, concerned with platforms because we don't have fucking culture. That's right. So because our so, culture is Walmart. When your culture is Walmart, you get concerned about platforms and culture. There's so that Walmart's a great example of a platform because there's a whole book on it called uh, "The People's Republic of Walmart," which is pretty good and were written way better than that other book that we were talking about, in my opinion. And it it considers that Walmart is mostly like a vertical integration between all these different levels of the supply chain, and they literally all have to use the software that Walmart produces to keep track of the shit in their warehouses so that Walmart knows whether there's stuff on the way because Walmart wants to know within seconds that a thing was bought at a Walmart in Abilene and that that thing is produced in Guangdao and there is one that is available to be shipped tomorrow and that there is a shipping container moving that direction that is theirs and that all that stuff is connected in the Walmart software already whether or not your company is owned by Walmart if you produce for Walmart you are basically under Walmart's thumb you use their software for all your stuff because it's your platform incidentally this is also why we had shortages of toilet paper recently oh really and now we no, have shortages of meat because that, yeah, they, that software allows them to instantaneously supply exactly what Walmart thinks it will need for the week or the day or whatever. Yeah. Each day they get yeah. their shipment. And then all of a sudden, history actually fucking happens for the first time since 2001. And um, we have no toilet paper. Well, it, it's actually, if you in, in like AI in industry applications, um, which is mostly just statistics, like anything that's not experimental AI is anything that's in production is basically just at uh, like low key statistics. It, they're having to retrain all the models because anything that was trained on historical data for sales or uh, stocks or whatever is mm. the amount of seats and planes and whatnot. It's all wrong. Now the historical data is off and has been just drastically thrown and you can't just use the last three months as a fucking baseline to, uh, from which to expect the next three months because <laughs> If you did that the fir- in the first three months of this year, you would think that Bernie was about to be the president. Great. Hey, he might still. Who knows? <laughs> I am not. I'm no longer <laughs> making uh, bets on that. This um, is not a hopeful yeah. statement I'm making. <laughs> this is- when we when we advised you all to buy a lot of Bernie <laughs> Bernie dollars from the the uh, crypto people, that was a way of scamming the crypto people and our listeners at the same time raising the value of Bernie dollars and thus allowing us to theoretically blow our wads, except I never bought any Bernie dollars. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't either. I just like the idea that you can bet on an election because then once everybody starts betting one way, it's time to bet that way, isn't it? That's the new platform. (laughs) That's basically what elections are, is a platform for betting on who's going to be the president. Mm -hmm. Um, But with no actual 
real life value attached. Just, just the stakes are just bad or worse. The stakes are you just know like the, different variations of being beaten and whipped. There's a big hole in Idaho where they're putting all the potatoes that they can't sell to these restaurants. I know. And they're digging That's- another fucking ten feet of ditch to put all the votes in. <laughs> all the mail-in ballots <laughs> going to Idaho, and some fucking Nazi is gonna bury it I under six heard- feet of spuds. I think in New York they're burying them on the island, people and COVID victims, because they just already had a big hole. That's fucking gnar. Yeah, welcome to 2020. Yeah, I've been saying that since 2012. It's so much fun. Welcome to 2020. Fine. This is a uh, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to uh, the future too. Electric Boogaloo. The future is now. Yeah. Hey, uh, everybody was. uh, Everybody decided the Boogaloo were all Nazis for about a week. Yeah, well, they deplatformed Hawaiian shirts or some shit because the Boogaloo isn't even a fucking group. It's a fucking gun forum. It's a forum to talk about guns that people got hyphy on. Yeah, but some of which were not. But did you see that all the groups just got banned from Facebook last night? And that like 200 communities got banned from Reddit, including the most. William Barr of the Barr Epstein virus fame. (laughs) <laughs> yes, true. William no, Barr famous has created a task force to combat combat anti-government extremism, including but not limited to Boogaloo Boys and Antifa. Two groups so I've now, never met or even heard of. Literally two groups that don't exist. Neither of those <laughs> groups exist. That's the best part. It's terminology for joking with. Fucking genius. It's like being like, oh yeah, thought criminals are outlawed. Hell yeah, you're all thought yeah. criminals now. Yeah. Honestly, Thingy. It's, way, it's way smarter to, if you want to start a program, speaking from a, speaking merely logistically, if you want to start a program of just killing whoever you want in a country that you basically control, um, Picking an invisible enemy that is only known to you due to their browsing history, which will never be revealed to the public due to confidentiality reasons, is a way better reason than picking people who are like famously already well hated based on their bloodline. Yeah. And then you gotta factor in also that they have all this work to do because they have an actual group of people that they actually have to oppress that are visibly different. And like, you have to somehow make it like I'm not actually attacking black people I'm just actually attacking black people like you have to make it that I don't want to make it like that well no William Barr the Barr Epstein virus the the, uh, Epstein Barr excuse me but uh, the uh, the idea being like back in the day in the 80s uh, or Nixon when they did the drug war thing uh, if they just said well we're going to crush the blacks now which is what they said in private, they, they wouldn't fly. Right. It wouldn't right. politically fly. And it would reduce their fucking, it would allow people to counterattack or whatever. It's the war on drugs. Yeah, it's the war on anti-government extremism. That's right. Anybody and who... it's so easy. It's so easy to just be like, I'm not Antifa, I'm not a Boogaloo boy, I'm not wearing a Hawaiian shirt, I'm not wearing black or whatever. And uh, meanwhile... Anyone that stands up just a little bit more, they get to pick and choose depending on how far you retreat. 
Whoever retreats furthest lives. The cans in the back of the cupboard live forever. So whoever yeah. conforms completely does the best. And whoever conforms the least is publicly annihilated. That's true, but I want to, from from the perspective of a person who has a much broader Twitter, uh, like set of set of mutuals on Twitter, um, a lot of people who are not part of what you might call what they might call the religion of wokeness are afraid that they will be that, that exactly that is happening to anyone who speaks out and says things like, uh, you know, whatever their fucking like weird hangups are there are genetic factors to being a man or a woman and shit like that like so that's a convert that's a conversation where people get mad at you we don't show up at your fucking house at night in the van and carry you off and shoot your fucking dog that's but that's what they perceive is happening in well maybe it should be fucking happening then huh but but i mean from the point of view of somebody who laughed when that dude um, there's a uh, for the for our listeners. This is an audio medium. I'm just going to recap this video that you've probably already seen from Twitter. A a fat white man with gray hair in sandals and shorts gets out of his truck during a march, which is impeding his tra- his ability to drive in the street. And it is a Black Lives Matter march, and he starts threatening people with a bow and arrow, and then he points it around. He attempts to shoot at a person. But I think he actually hit him. Oh, did he? I Um, think he fucking hit him. It looked like the arrow went really stupid angle when I was looking at at weird, uh, like, stills from videos. But if uh, any listeners have more information, please leave us a voicemail. And um, you can send it to the Field Recordings channel in our Discord. But we've got got bow and arrow guy just getting out, feeling like he is being threatened in his mind by this gang of people who are telling him he can't have his racist viewpoints and that he is going to be murdered for it. And so he preemptively gets out a bow and arrow and then just gets fucking creamed by many people who dogpile him. And as much as I think that is fine. And he was swamped by children. Mm -hmm. He was not okay with people telling him that black people are worth something. So he decided to fucking get out of his car and try to shoot someone with a bow and arrow and then was fucking swarmed on by children who whacked him with skateboards and shit as they should and I'm not saying oh, any yeah. of that is bad I'm saying that shit is comical Did and good with a skateboard? I guess I didn't see that part uh, there's another guy that got caught with a skateboard like good That's that may have been that one there's also there was has also been such um, memorable characters that we will forget as soon as August hits like Sword guy yeah. and uh, armed rich couple. Like sword guy's gonna make a, sword guy's gonna make a comeback. I, I've sword already forgotten gonna... guy, honestly until just now, but I but I will forever have the image of like gun waggling barefoot dude outside mansion <laughs> in St. Louis. But all of them. Oh yeah. All of them. They're have, definitely gonna make a comeback because their house is gonna come down. All of that. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. It's it's easy to tell which one it is. Uh, yeah. Just saying. So I'm just okay. So the the narrative appears to be that there is a according to according to the certain people, certain radical centrists think that if you do not uh, agree with the ten percent, the uh, opinions of the ten percent 
most radical people, then you will be shit canned and have all of your livelihoods taken away and all of your friends will in public. This is the, yeah, I'm not the most. You, you, go you, don't, on. You, you, you don't understand because your brain is too complicated and wrinkly. People are out, many people are saying this and they're all fucking wrong. But please continue, finish your point so that my, my so frustrated that you, noises right. before you're finished. Don't stop samurai cutting my bamboo, man. I'm trying what? to grow my bamboo here. Stop, stop samurai chopping with your hand. All right. You yeah. need to do video. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my fucking gesticulations. On the, you know, when it gets really fucking political, the hand goes about 45 degrees to the neck. <laughs> the, reason, the reason, he said, slashing his hand to the neck, the reason that, that I am interested in this point of view is because there are a lot of people who are just, who are not actually trying to be racist, but are just like, hey, this looks like a whole lot of, of group of like rad, mad groupthink, and you're not allowed to talk about whether or not studies are reproducible or like whether or not there are any kind of like material factors in play. You're only allowed to go along with the dominant ideology, which is a humanist ideology, as we can see from the like people, the, the woke people and libs and center libs who refuse to be woke but are only doing so so that there is some traction against which the woke can struggle like the whole fucking pulling down statues contingent of all the people is a whole bunch of people who've got a hard on for not uh, accepting material reality at all and only um and only fighting over ideological con concepts and on both sides there are some serious like um platforms being created that you have to plug into you have to plug into these opinion platforms and they are different ones than the previous center opinion platform that was like with its two like separate parts that are actually attached to part of the same platform that we were all working with as we grew up yeah the uh the people who were too pussy to say all lives matter or is smart enough to know that they're not supposed to say that but have anxiety about how much they hate women or fucking uh, have some shit in their closet or just in general don't want to be subject to the accountability of public opinion. The accountability of everything you say should be something that people should take seriously and consider to be your actual opinion and consider to be something that you should be like backing up with the rest of your behavior in life that's the that's the thing these people have most of these people that are saying this have never been in a bar fight they've never been mugged they've never been beat up for saying any of these fucking things i don't know what the fuck their problem is they're ex they're experiencing zero negative fucking feedback except on twitter who gives a fuck no, but, about twitter that, like who gives uh, a fuck about some person tells you you're wrong get over it you're an adult you talk about free speech all fucking day, that's and then somebody disagrees. That's not the concern. The concern is this: a heart attack, and you vote Trump. That's not the. Like you're not. The, we're uh, talking about different people. Shut up. You're talking about some other mm -hmm. like straw man. I'm talking about the people that are going to next time. They're like thirty years from now are going to become conservative. People that are progressive now. You no, know, no, I'm not even talking about are people like, progressive. Worried about the uh, like people who give a fuck about the status. I'm talking about people with that are thinking themselves. Yeah, these are the same people we're talking about. Yes. Okay. Maybe different sets of the same larger. Um, mostly, set. I'm, mostly, I'm talking about a like a like the like rationalist adjacent.
community of people. And the, I, I want to get back to why I was even bringing them up originally, but we gotta, we gotta hash this out. There is a, there is a type of brain that is like, that I perceive because I have one that looks around and is like, Hey, the dominant ideology is based on a bunch of non-facts and I don't want to go along with the dominant ideology. I don't care whether the dominant ideology is considered to be nicer or purer or makes you more moral. And I only want to look around at what I perceive as facts. Those people are often anarchists or or libertarians or uh, mm-hmm. fucking weird, like off-brand accelerationists and neo-reactionaries and weird shit like that. But what they, okay. they you're talking about a very different set of people than I'm, I'm talking, talking about. I'm talking about smart people who are like, hey, it looks like a whole bunch of people are creating a cult called wokeness that you have to publicly submit to or else you will be castrated. And these other people are calling, making a cult called Death Trump and we are all going to die in the, as they fight over nothing. As they fight over not yeah. nothing, but the non-material things. The uh, the people I was referring to are like same people that the guy I live with that says he's New Mexican, not white. I live with yeah. That dude needs to come of, back to New Mexico so I can beat him up. Tell him that I live with a lot of people that are very concerned with art. Right, they're artists. They give a fuck about statues. I didn't realize they that. really do. Sorry. They gave a fuck about statues before this shit started happening, and like they gave a, wait, they're, they're fucked up, up about or taking them down. Both. Uh, they want to take them down gently and put them somewhere out of the public view so that we can preserve history. And the one dude uh, wants to, real. you know, he's like, instead of building, their we have like a seven foot tall, we have a seven foot tall stack of chairs of, we have found art all over the house. Everything is covered in graffiti. Every, like, sure, sure. That's fine. Uh, but like the, uh, the destruction of, uh, cultural artifacts or whatever sends them and uh i think they're goofy i think i disagree with them on like a lot of shits but I, like empathize with their like uh dismay but i uh i also give them shit like oh we get into it you know like and like, thank you i drag them down to like there's a mob over here and it's going that way and that's the right way to go there's a mob over here they're going that way it's the wrong way to go i don't give a fuck what these people are saying they're going the right direction <laughs> like and if you get in the way they'll do dumb shit because they're a mob like they're trying to take the precinct if they can't take the precinct they're gonna fuck up your art that's what's happening that is the bottom line the problem is not that they're taking down the statues. The problem is that they couldn't get to the precinct, and now they're gonna do some dumb shit. Terrible, stupid shit happens when the people don't get what they need. Like, this is like a conversation I had all fucking morning. I think it was today, maybe yesterday. I don't. But uh, but the uh, the people that were expressing concern before it was even so like, I have a huge problem with the idea of. Like, so when the chess started, right? Like you had an actual analysis. You were like, "Oh no, they started a chess. That is bad. This is fucked up. I hate this." <laughs> and I can get with that. I was <laughs> trying not to spray it everywhere. I was just, just, just in the bag channels. You called it fucking immediately, and I just want to acknowledge that. Yes, that was like <laughs> correct. And I thought it was maybe like sixty forty, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna hold it out. It's possible that something good comes of it. Fuck it." And like. Uh, because honestly, they couldn't take a fucking precinct. Because like liberal bullshit or whatever the fuck. 
So they had to do some shit, and if they didn't do a Chaz thing, they'd be over there fucking painting murals, taking down statues. Stuff that, in the end, nobody gives a fuck about. All it, it was, pisses people off. They just did all that no same shit, you know? Statues. There's what? like three Jefferson Davis statues that gotta come down. And there's a whole bunch of judges that probably should get shot in the face, but like, the... But, like, the, so the, the, the statue on the platform, it's a meaningless platform. It does not reproduce the racist fucking hierarchy. Judges, prosecutors, cops, the actual precinct reproduces the racist hierarchy. Walmart profits off of it, you know? Like, right. and Walmart will straight up sell you some Ben and Jerry's BLM flavored ice cream. That is not what you're going for. You don't ben need BLM flavored ice cream. Ben and Jerry's is a wholly owned subsidiary of Unilever Incorporated. Ben and Jerry's has fucking facilities in occupied Palestine. That tells you how much they give a fuck about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so, agree, ag- agreed. These, uh, these are these the are not wokeness is not woke. No, that's it's, all I'm saying. No, it's not. It's, but no, use it. Fuck it. Don't be afraid of it. I'm Have not. A party. Go crazy. Get arrested. That's the thing. You don't need. That weird case. You don't need what the reason. So that so. This is the reason I'm not saying you don't need weird gay sex. I'm on the record. You might need weird gay sex. That's what I'm on the record with. I make noise now. Humans have humans have needs. All right. The reason I brought up, I even you brought up the weird, uh, like, rationalish contingent of people is because they have a very interesting common platform of obfuscating their real beliefs or or um, like political opinions behind weird jokes, meta-narratives, and obscure, opaque names and shit. They do not let themselves become legible, unlike, and unlike slash like the Antifa and Boogaloo shits. It's like once there's a name for your thing, you should not be using it. You have, if, you're, if your platform, if you have an ideological platform and it's any, and it, has um, and it and it has now attracted attention and become tainted like there's a reason we don't we don't just be like we're occupy this now i'm occupy chop occupy capitol hill that's what it would have been that would have been a bad idea even worse than the scenario actually was because it would have been using this poisoned meme right and so there's a reason that the right don't actually call themselves national socialists for the most part, because socialism got took by real socialism and Nazis are tainted. You, the whole idea of being that is tainted. So even if that were your exact political program, you would come up with another name for it probably just just to be able to avoid the tainted meme. So that's what you should do with Boogaloo or Antifa. If that was your like meme, you just fucking drop it and move on and you remain the same people on the same network and you be like water, stay opaque, make memes and irony and like weird shit posts. That's actually what is like the le- that's the the cutting edge where shit is actually changing and happening. And the world of like trying to to crystallize that shit into like a nonprofit called hashtag Black Lives Matter TM. That, that's fucking recuperation like loser shit. That's where you're like on the back foot and just like trying to do defense to protect your one little spot, which is what the Chaz was always going to be. You do not, it's I like literally in so Sunset. Better. 
after this conversation than before this conversation. The conversation we're having, like, dude, two kids got shot. They fucking harassed them and harassed them and harassed them, and finally the fucking Chaz people shot two kids. Who harassed who? The kids like, harassed. I was fucked up about that when I found out about that. Because the way yeah. they fucking put it, the way you hear about it, you know, it's like a fucking a cop's brother shoots up the Chaz. A fucking white supremacist shoots up the Chaz. Somebody shoots up the fucking Chaz. And then 15 minutes later, they shoot up this fucking SUV, which presumably just shot up the Chaz, but it's two black teenagers. And, like, that baiting and baiting and baiting is exactly, like, they put themselves out there to be baited like that. And, like, if you're going to be in public in America, open to criticism of a fucking lethal nature... You need to be Chief Keef. You need to be just completely fucking psychotic and be okay because that's what's going to fucking happen. Like, you like there is no public. There is no society here. If you're in public holding down a space, you are the most violent person in that space. Because the, inherently, otherwise you're not holding it down? Is that what you mean? Otherwise... You're saying that you can, you're lying to people otherwise. Otherwise, you're saying, like, oh, we can have libraries and nice shit, but also I'm going to kill some kids right now. Right. And this is why the, what I'm trying to say is that I agree. America must be destroyed. Fade. Fade. Move. Get the fuck out. Keep it rolling. And And if you really get your way of getting out, Chief Keefe. I, I, that's the thing. I got so excited when I saw the fucking perfect pattern on the bullet shots there was just like some person who came to the Chaz with a gun and had been thinking about this from the fucking moment that they started playing video games and was like someday I'm gonna get a headshot on a human being in real life because and for a good cause that I believe in I actually thought that they were having that and they fucking their reflexes kicked in and they did it and they were in such a they were in a position where they were not aware of what the accountability would be or what the uh like mean what the ultimate meaning of their actions would be they were in so and and because they were put in that position by the choices of everyone else around them continuing to to like allow that to be a scenario and yeah if you if you want to have an autonomous zone you have to either pick a zone that is so desolate that nobody wants it like the zapatistas um where, where the Mexican government is like, wait, the Zapatistas just took another dozen t- towns? That's great. They can start providing school there. We won't have to. And, or yeah. you have to be the most powerful fighting force in that terrain. To occupy the center of a city is the most fucking galling and insulting thing you can do to the currently occupying force controllers of that city. And so, and of course they weren't going to do it dirty like uh, like Occupy and just come in and sweep the streets in the same way. They've they've advanced since then. They've done eight years of new psyops on leftists, and they have figured out how to yeah, fuck. The they already have like half the people in Chaz already have a fucking chip in their fucking head. Yeah, or a badge in their pocket. They're like the the whole reason that people in Seattle are so mistrustful of each other is because from the very beginning of talking to someone in Seattle, you are now both sus because you're in Seattle. Fifty <laughs> percent um, of any given group of Seattleites are uh, the men who was Tuesday. I have to piss. I have to smoke. Uh, you want to take a break and then continue this? I'm down to make this a long episode too because I feel like 
we're just getting into the meat of like we're talking about platforms now we're talking about Chaz making yeah. it the Chaz was in, was hoping to be a platform but was not a platform for anything and therefore was just a platform for the psychopaths at the fucking government agencies to and the fucking career fucking liberal bullshit assholes that show yeah. up to the fucking protest trying to fucking advertise for their bullshit grift yes yeah 100 um yeah we'll be back yeah <laughs> a house is divided into different rooms in my house there is a living room there is a couch two chairs a coffee table and a television set in the living room in the kitchen there is a stove and a refrigerator there is also a sink and a dishwasher in the kitchen there is a kitchen table and chairs we eat most of our meals at the kitchen table we have a dining room there is a dining table and chairs in there there is a washroom or bathroom there is a toilet sink and bathtub in the bathroom there is also a shower in the bathroom. We have three bedrooms. The bedrooms are upstairs. My brother's room, my room, and my parents' room all have beds in them. We also have dressers in our rooms. There are closets in all of the bedrooms. We keep our clothes in the closets. There is a basement in our house. We store things in the basement. There is a laundry room in the basement. There is a washing machine and a dryer in the laundry room. This is where we wash and dry our clothes. There is a garage attached to the house. We keep the car in the garage. You drive up the driveway and into the garage. We also have a front yard and a backyard. There is a vegetable garden in the backyard. There are some flowers and a tree planted in the front yard. <laughs>